Welcome everybody to the Jack the Realtor audio experience. This is Jack the Realtor, also known as Jack Conway with Today Real Estate. Today I find myself at the Coop in Hyannis, joined by the outstanding Charlotte Green. Thank you, Charlotte, for being my first guest on the Jack the Realtor audio experience. Thanks for having me, Jack. Beautiful. Charlotte first met me at the Realtor Orientation for the Cape and Islands MLS Association. Charlotte, you were speaking at the orientation, and what first resonated with me was how upbeat and passionate you seem to be about your line of work. I said to myself, I need to interview her and get to this universal trait of loving your line of work and loving the process, patience, passion, and practicality. (laughs) That's a mouthful. It takes to cultivate, quote unquote, success in your industry. To start off, I really want to introduce you, Charlotte, by asking an open-ended question. So without further ado, who is Charlotte Green? That's a great question, Jack. Um, I'm Charlotte Green, mortgage queen, um, mortgage extraordinaire, dog mom, actress, and Cape Cotter. Nice. Okay, yeah. so there's a lot There's a lot in there. Um, and I'm get, my job is to really break into what else encompasses who Charlotte Green is. So why don't we start by just saying, okay, what is a mortgager? So um, a mortgager or a loan officer, someone who helps you find the right financing for your home, be it to purchase your home or to make your current home work better for your needs. Okay. And Charlotte, let's go way back. I want to hear the comic book version of your story. So what kind of kid were you? I was a nerdy little outdoorsy kid um loved you know playing out in the cranberry bogs near my parents house and uh you know finding all the little tadpoles and just kind of exploring and um, i was always really into school so uh nerdy good grades i was a mathlete back in sixth grade which was horrifying because i wasn't (laughs) a huge fan of math um now it's a key component of my line of work but this type of math makes a lot of sense to me because we're talking um, hard numbers, we're talking ratios, we're looking at money. So for me, that makes a lot of sense versus the algorithms that they were teaching me in math leads age sixth grade. Um, Charlotte, what town did you grow up in? You grew up here on Cape? I grew up in Falmouth. So I went through the Falmouth schools, uh, graduated, went off to college and came back here for a summer before finding my real job and landed in the mortgage industry. Now, did you knowing like back then, were you like, I'm going to come back to Cape Cod and start my career in Cape Cod? Or were you kind of like, man, I don't not want to come back to this place. Like what was going through your head? I never expected to really make my life on Cape Cod after college. I came back to work um, in the food service industry, which I'd done throughout high school and college, save some money, go out, get my real job, get an apartment in New York or Boston and work in, I was thinking the marketing field. Hmm. So I, coming out of college, probably couldn't have really told you what a mortgage was. (laughs) And uh, I ended up taking a job at a mortgage broker company working with their marketing side of things and just transitioned into the mortgage side and really found it was a great niche for me. I see and going back to your childhood, did you have any siblings? Yeah, I have a little sister. Okay. And, nice. uh, you know, she's still on Cape as well. She's working here as a glass blower. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yes. She's the one people want to talk to at parties about their jobs. So I appreciate <laughs> you being interested. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. How's the glass blowing industry these days? It's great. Cape Cod's actually a really big hub for glass. Really? Yeah. Little known fact. Now, does this... Does she do windows or does she do like antiques? She does and artifacts? art, so Art-a- blown okay. glass like you would see in Venice. Oh. Um, she really likes the sea creatures and things like that, as well as doing practical things, cups, mugs. Which is very Cape Coddy if she likes this. Like, oh the yeah, sea creatures. it's yeah. a great fit for her. Huh? How competitive are you? I am pretty competitive. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of board games with my friends. I do some intramural sports, and I do get a little fired up. Uh, when I'm playing those games and like in, what kind of games like are we talking ping pong or I'm like talking, pool I um I'm in a kickball league really and I'm right now league. currently kickball just wrapped so right now I'm Jeez, in a, but there's a kickball league on Cape Cod there are two kickball leagues on Cape Cod no way you never would really? have known yeah what are they is there a name for them or is I, I know there's one in Dennis and there's one in Falmouth so there's the I don't know what the Dennis name is but Falmouth's a Cape Cape Cod Kickball League, and um, go figure. Last weekend, <laughs> I played my second game in the Barnstable Women's Flag Football League. Wow! So that's kind of a fun way to get some of that energy out. Yeah. Um, and uh, then in in work, I'm competitive as well, but I'm really try to compete against myself, push myself to be better than I was yesterday. Mm. Uh, if I'm competing against another loan officer for a deal. You know, my hope is the customer ends up where they feel that their best interests are. So if if you end up with someone besides me, I'm happy as long as I think that you're finding the best loan for your needs and the best fit. The customer comes first. The customer always comes first. I see. And were you always competitive as a kid or do you think you stumbled into that competitive energy? What was your... I wouldn't say I was too competitive as a child. I think I kind of came into it a little bit more as I found myself, um, A, within this industry, and B, just getting more involved in athletics. I wasn't an athletic kid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, what was your first love? Like, as a kid, what was your first love? What, What did you first love to do? And it doesn't have to be as a kid, but what was your first real passion? I've always loved just being in the water. So okay. uh, when I was a kid taking swim lessons in the summer down at Old Silver. Old uh, Silver Beach, yeah. Yeah. My, Which is in Falmouth. Yeah, yeah, it's in Falmouth. Best beach on the Cape. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've heard. I have to make my ways down there. You do. So we yeah. would go you know, every morning for swim lessons, rain or shine. And it's just such a peaceful place. I find the ocean really helps reset me. You know, in a stressful time, go out and take a look at the the water and watch the waves crash. So, I think that's always been a big part of me, and probably what's helped keep me on the Cape. Do you still go, like, say that you have a stressful day at work or whatever stressful week? Do you still go to the ocean for that kind of reset? Yeah, I will. I love to just drive down, watch the sunset. Yeah. Uh, I spend a lot of my weekends on the water, um, trying to get a little bit more into sailing. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, my parents have a sailboat, so I'm trying to learn how to navigate. I can rock a sunfish, but yeah. that's pretty limited yeah. and a little <laughs> bit dangerous, I think, on the high seas out here on the Cape. What kind? And is your your parents' sailboat? What kind is it? It's an O'Day boat. It's a small little sailboat. Okay. But get get my sea legs on it. Cool. Yeah. Now, what is your biggest going back to the professional side of your career? 
What is your biggest accomplishment to date professionally, do you think? Um, professionally, I would have to say it was my move here to the Cooperative Bank of Cape Cod and my recent promotion to the mortgage sales manager position. So I'm overseeing five loan officers right now, and I'm helping them through their daily struggles with originating and bridging the gap between sales and operations and also just trying to make the process better for people. So Hmm. um, in this job, I feel like I have the ability to affect change on a larger scale for the consumer. And that is what really drove me to apply for this position and uh, make the move from just originating yeah. and helping customers to kind of overseeing, uh, overseeing the, process. Yeah. the process and being able to help people on a large scale. Hmm. There are always wins individually for customers. I mean, when you help someone get into their dream home when they thought they couldn't buy a house, or when you help save someone a, a huge amount of money by refinancing their mortgage and help improve their quality of life. Those are all just, they're huge wins. So there can be a lot of highs and lows in the business. Yeah. And um, helping people is really what, what drives us all. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And what is your goal or dream at like the present moment? Because, you know, we all evolve, we change our priorities. But right now at the present moment, what's your like long-term goal as a professional um, from where you are right now? So my Do you have like an ambition goals? and goal? Like where you if you could really go after what you want in life in this space too where do you see like somewhere that oh man i really would love to be at this level or here or doing this i'd love to just see the coop in a position where we're really dominating the mortgage market and really a huge resource for realtors in the community and home buyers in the community to know that we're the go-to bank for quick easy financing uh there are a lot of regulations in the mortgage industry that kind of make that difficult. Right now, um, in the next year or two, our goal is to push to a really streamlined process, a really quick closing for customers. So there are a lot of um, processes we're kind of combing through to see how we can get there. So just uh, to add more context to this whole thing, your goal is very in line with the coop, your company. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, growing up here on the Cape and working in the mortgage industry, the Coop has always been a really highly respected bank. So to be working here now um, and in this position, that was my kind of goal. next goal. Yeah. So um, <laughs> now that you're there, I've you're still it. looking to almost carry through as like someone who's really looking out for the Coop and wants the Coop to succeed. Yes. I feel that... Um, you know, this is my home now, and I want yeah. us to be the best that we can be. Yeah. We're already great, but there's always room for improvement. And I feel like that's how I've pushed myself forward, is just to never be satisfied with where you are, with the way the process works now. Mm. Always evaluating and seeing where you can improve um, uh, yourself or the process overall. So being able to dig down to eliminate inefficiencies or... Um, roadblocks, hurdles, finding ways we can make the process easier for the customers, for our referral sources, and to close loans more quickly. You know what, Charlotte? It's so funny that you said that you didn't really get into athletics as a young a youngster because you seem like the perfect team player. I think you would have been a really good 
um, team sports kind of gal, in my opinion. It's it's that same feel, and it's almost like that is something that it, this whole what you just told me feels like you're on the team, and it feels like you're looking out for your team's best interest. And sure, you're one of the top scorers on the team. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a team mentality. I think it does take takes a village. Um, it's not just the loan officer. There are a lot of people on the back side of the mortgage process. So being able to integrate everyone so we work really well together is huge. Um, growing up, I, I did play sports. I was a great bench warmer. <laughs> um, so a team, being, yeah, yeah, team, being able to use my brain towards the team yeah. versus my, um, my speed. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> is, it's great. Now, is what you do, do you, I mean, I can see, if you guys can see, I know this is a podcast, but Charlotte here is grinning and smiling whenever she's getting into these things. So my next question was going to be, do you really enjoy what you're doing? Is it fun for you to come to work? It is, yeah. Um, the mortgage process can be stressful. There are certainly um, days where I want to pull my <laughs> hair out, as I'm sure you'll see with real estate. It just... Um, it can be tough, but I do love it. I love a challenge and coming through the other end for customers is just really what drives me. Being able to get the win for my client is, um, you is just, huge for me. You just got into my next question too, which was what really motivates you? I mean, there's no, I have zero judgment for any kinds of motivation because some people are really motivated by financial gain. Maybe they need to support their family or whatnot, or they just want to be financially successful. Some people just want, are motivated by legacy, but what are you internally, what's your why? What are you motivated by and what drives you to really be excellent? I think what drives me to be excellent is probably just the fact that I'm never satisfied. So okay. <laughs> just always yeah. pushing forward. I mean, obviously I there's that. a financial motivation. I've got to, um, you know, I've got a mortgage I've got to pay. I've got car payments, bills, student loans. I've got yeah. a dog I need to support. Um, so <laughs> Which that... <laughs> makes you very relatable to my audience as well. Yeah. So, I mean, everyone's so, got their things. Yeah. The finances, they always play into why do you come to work. Yeah. Um, but helping people is really huge for me. And being That's able cool. to help people in the community. I love when I can see my clients out and about and, you know, they remember me and they remember that I've saved them money or helped them get into their dream home. And if they don't remember me, sometimes I creepily wave at them and remember way too much about their life. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah. they're always appreciative. So um, <laughs> the Cape's been, a, it's a tough place to, to make a living, to survive, especially as um, a younger person mm. where getting into the job force is tough. Finding a good job that can really challenge you where you can grow is really, really tough. And um, I feel like I've found that. Mm. I'm embracing it. And um, I'm able to help people achieve at least part of their dream of homeownership, of making a life for themselves here on the Cape. Or um, if they already own a home, again, trying to help it work better for them. So saving them money so they can enjoy their life here a little bit more. Mm. Amazing, Charlotte. Well, thank you. Now, as a manager, I got to ask, <clears throat> for people who are thinking about being a mortgager, obviously, you have to be able to listen and play the doctor role of, you know, figuring out what's the prognosis and what's the solution and whatnot. And uh, you got to be able to explain that solution as well. And for a mortgager, it may be a certain type of product or loan for the potential home buyer. 
But I want to go deeper into that with you because you're obviously, you know, very good at what you do and you have maybe some nuances that aren't typically, you know, available or obvious. So for people that are thinking about being a mortgager, what are the most important qualities they should have, like as a human being? And if they don't already have naturally that they should develop before getting into this space? I would say patience is a big part of it. A lot of people come into the business thinking they're going to have overnight success. Mm. And it does take a while to develop your referral base, your client base, and drive that success. But working with customers, patience also plays a part. You might talk to someone today who's not going to be ready to make a move for six months to a year. Um, You also have to be patient and listen and find out really what someone's true needs are. They might come in and say, I want to buy a house. Yeah. Um, so that's important. Finding out what that number that they can afford is, is important. But maybe there's something else that's very important to them as well. They could be sensitive to the mortgage insurance or the down payment um, or the monthly payment. So they might not be looking to, say, maximize their purchase price. And you have to get to the bottom of what all of their needs are. So where are you looking to buy? What is your purchase price range? What payment are you comfortable with? So you ask a lot of questions Hmm. and then help use the answers to help you find the best solution for the customer. Hmm. But then also make sure, like you said, the doctor explaining the prognosis. You really want someone to understand where, where you're coming from when you put them in a loan solution or when you present an option to them. I like people to walk away from a meeting with me feeling like they fully understand Mm. what's going on and they fully understand why I have advised they go for a certain loan over another one. Mm. Because we're all a little bit different. And I think when people start talking to other um, friends, family who've bought homes recently, they think of themselves as apples to apples, but that's really not the case. So you might go for a 0% down loan with mortgage insurance and you're going to have a higher interest rate than me if I put 10 to 20% down and eliminated mortgage insurance. So, um, And there lot- may be a completely different why for those subtle differences in the product. 100%. Yeah. So um, everyone's a little bit different and understanding that and understanding that you're really there to serve the customer, not to serve yourself in closing a deal. Hmm. So I find that I don't like to think of myself as in sales. I think of myself as an educator. So I'm educating people. Oh, wow. People. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. yeah. I'm guiding you towards your best options. I hope that's with me. But if it's not and you feel you have a better fit elsewhere, I'm 100% happy with that as long as I know that I've given you the best that I can. Hmm. and given you at least the knowledge and the empowerment to make that decision. That's awesome. Because I would hate to yeah. feel that someone chose to finance with me because, you know, they liked me or you gave me all this information, but I found this really yeah. weird loan with someone else that um, I might not be able to offer. Huh. That's really cool. I really oh, like that. Thank you. Um, here's a basic question, but I think it's general enough to help consumers uh what should someone who's never bought a home you know i have a younger audience i'm a younger guy but um what's what should someone who's never bought a home really know about the mortgage process well first of all that you don't need to put 20 percent down 
to buy mm. a home. Yes, That's you the do not need to put 20 want to drive that. home. Um, that and just to be patient and to expect to get a lot of document requests. You're asking to borrow a lot of money. So we want to make sure you can repay that. And we're going to ask for a lot of paperwork accordingly. And no mortgage company is going to ask for anything that they don't absolutely need. Hmm. So that is my, my big piece of advice for um, people who want to buy homes. That and get an idea of where your credit is. Don't, pull the tr- don't decide you want to buy a home and go get your pre-approval and start house hunting that same week. Mm. Really look at your long-term plan. I, I think the best time to get a pre-approval is six months before you think you're going to be ready to buy a home so that you know where you stand, you can plan for it, and you can address any shortcomings you might have, be it credit, uh, be it assets, um, or just readjusting your your mentality of, of what you can actually afford. I think HGTV has really thrown a wrench in our expectations <laughs> of what a first-time home buyer can buy. Um, and payment shock of what that sticker price means on a monthly basis. If you haven't been paying that already, you have to kind of wrap your head around getting ready to change your lifestyle a little bit. Interesting. <clears throat> what should someone or what should a consumer look for in a loan originator and a realtor? So let's say I have some people in the audience that aren't on Cape or whatever. They're just probably going to be looking at different mortgagers, different realtors. What should they look for in these professions to best protect their interests? I think they should look to work with someone who they feel they can have an open line of communication with. So someone they feel they can be comfortable with, talk comfortably with. Um, You should never feel threatened or bullied. And you should never feel like your questions are stupid. I, Mm. I hate when people are like, oh, I just want to ask you this question. I feel so dumb. And... I say the only dumb question is the one you don't ask because how often are you getting a mortgage? Use the, the resources at hand to answer those questions and to really empower you um, versus working with someone who's just going to tell you, this is the loan you're going to go with. This is your payment. These are your closing costs. Ask the why and look for someone who explains the why and makes you feel comfortable. And I really want to touch back on that piece that you said where you mentioned it's education. It's like education. So look at, you know, your loan originator or your realtor. Is this kind of what you're saying? Look at them as maybe teachers in a certain subject. Yeah, they're guiding you through this process. So Preparing you for a test even. Yes. And this is the biggest purchase most people are going to make in their life until they buy a next house. So you should feel really comfortable and really understand what you're doing. And the people you're working with should help you get there. And if you don't feel that they are, it might not be a good fit for you. I really like that, yeah. Okay, now let's get into some deep, (laughs) deep questions, such as, what is quality (laughs) customer service? Okay, let me just say that one more time, okay? What is quality customer service? What does that look like, Charlotte? For me, it's answering questions in a really timely manner and almost always being accessible. Um, Realtors and loan officers are both 100% commission-based. So, you know, you're on almost 24-7. It's important to take some time for the work-life balance, but Mm. just being there to promptly respond to people or let them know what the timeline is for a response. So, Yeah, that's good. Like an update. 
Yeah. Or even just an expectancy. Exactly. So I'm out of the office right now. I'll be able to respond to your question tomorrow. Mm. Or I'll be able to respond to you in a few hours. Just letting people know that you're there, you've received the question, and you're ready to answer it. And also the customer service comes to delivering a quality product as well. So making sure that we're you know, comparing loan options and, again, educating people so they know why they're there. I think that's a huge part of the customer service is the education piece. Hmm. Where do you see mortgage space innovating in the next five to 10 years? I really like these kind of questions because I'm all into VR and AR. And <laughs> just, I mean, I even think that blockchain is kind of cool. So like as in a futuristic sense, where do you see the mortgage space really innovating in the next five to 10 years? That's a great question. I'd love to see a lot more innovation in the mortgage industry. It's rather antiquated. Um, Meaning? Just for people that don't know what antiquated means, like myself. (laughs) It's old. It's old-fashioned. It's um, like an antique to a degree. Our loan application has been the same for for years, and it's in the process of being revised on a federal basis, uh, Hmm. which is huge because it hasn't happened in a long time. But I do see a huge shift towards technology, towards online, towards remote, towards integration. So being able to input your information online and then have us be able to pull your bank statements and your pay stubs and your tax returns without the customer having to physically be involved in that process. That would be, yeah, very streamlined. It would be huge. uh, Just developing the technologies to get there. Uh, I think that a lot of them are already in place and we're going to see them really become much more present in the marketplace. A lot of people have the online application ability yeah we here at the coop have that capability you can upload your documents online and you can e-sign and you can input your application online so i've had instances where i've never met my client face to face until we get to the closing table wow yes yeah because the technology allows for it so it's gotten to this point and you're saying only we'll build it building upon that pushing it to the next point where you could allow me access to your bank accounts on a limited basis so I could pull the statements that I needed, so I could obtain your tax returns remotely without you having to be involved in the process. I mean, who has a scanner at home? Right. Very few people, unless you work remotely or have, I don't know, an antique scanner from back when you were a kid. And it was something that people actually used, I think, We've moved to so remote and such streamlined technology. Mm. The mortgage industry is still catching up. Yes, uh, yeah. I think they're, they are constantly evolving, and I'm just excited to see where it goes. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too, Charlotte. Okay, so let me ask you this. Why did you decide to come on my podcast, Jack the Realtor Audio Experience? <laughs> uh, well, you are a new agent. I'm young-ish in the industry. Mm. Uh, So I really like talking to new agents. I like talking to um, a captive mortgage audience. How often do I get that, to be honest? Uh, (laughs) And just being able to to give value and knowledge to people out there about, um, about the mortgage process to help maybe illuminate it a little bit more or help guide them towards a better experience for themselves. Better experience, right. Yeah. There's just so much that goes into it and so much of it's clouded. You don't really know what's going on with a mortgage until it's time for you to get one. And then it's a crash course and then you forget it all until you have to go through it again. So To kind of shine a spotlight on that space and educate up front. 
so it's not a clouded space yes i love when people have done their research or when they ask me a lot of questions so that they feel like they really understand what's going on so when you asked me to be a part of this i was really excited because thank you so much by the way yeah i was too (laughs) yeah i'm excited for you know just the technology utilizing different spaces to spread knowledge and information yes it's something we don't see a lot of the the industry is dominated by older generations so working with the younger generations is really exciting for me because that's where a lot of my market is and i've just kind of gone through it and i'm now feeling a little bit more established in the industry Uh, do you know the average age for a realtor i do not i believe it's around 57 years old wow in massachusetts i'm not surprised by that do you know the average age for a loan originator because I'd be curious to know that one. I don't know it. Ooh, I would imagine it's around a similar age, yeah. maybe 40s to 50s. Um, a lot of the people I oversee, actually my entire team, is, um, I believe is older than me. I, I might have more experience than some of them yeah. because I got into it right, <laughs> right? out of college. That's funny. But I, I oversee people with 20 plus years of experience. Yeah. And... Um, I can learn from them and they can learn from me. So it's a great give and take. Yeah, it is cool like that. When the older generation and the newer newer generation kind of coexist. I yeah. feel like a lot of productivity can come from that. It certainly can. I think there's a lot of dialogue around butting heads where hmm. the older generation has something negative to say about the younger generation and vice versa. But when we can work together, we like you said, together. we can get so much more done because and we I've can seen learn it too. from each my other. Own, at my own company with Today Real Estate, it's, uh, it's amazing because we're integrating a lot of new technology. And by coexisting that piece of like, you know, old school with new school, it's so funny how much can actually get done very quickly. It can. And we can all learn from each other and just become more successful because of it. Yeah. So I find, you know, the competition w- amongst, you know, each other or others in the industry. Yeah, it's uh, like it's it's a healthy competition, but there's enough market space for all of us. Right. Um, we Abundance. Yeah. Want to kick out the big boxes and keep it a little <laughs> bit more local, so that the money is staying on the Cape <laughs> and working with local real estate agents versus um, big box online, which. There has been a lot of talk of movement towards that. I know um, Zillow is looking into mortgages and lending, and they're also looking into becoming a real estate source, so Hmm. hosting their own active listings and eliminating the local people who really know the market. And I think that's a little bit dangerous, Hmm. but I think also it's why it's so important for all of our generations to work together and Hmm. to help each other grow and um, keep the cape full of Cape Codders and keep the business on the Cape. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Charlotte. So what's your definition of success? So my definition of success is just waking up every day and being happy and feeling like you're, um, you're helping people, but also feeling like you've got a bit of a life for yourself. So I'm involved with a lot of things that I can tell keep me kickball, even kickball, <laughs> acting, flag football, acting um, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I was in a couple plays when I was younger. Oh, uh, Willy Wonka. Nice. When I was younger, and I was the caterpillar in Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> so, well, there's a really vibrant theater scene on the Cape. Um, I'm on the board of the Woods Hole Theater Company. Interesting. And I'm going to be in a play there. 
starting in October. So I've got to really start memorizing some lines. Some scripts, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, but the, the definition of success, I think, changes person to person. I think we place a lot of value on the financial aspect of success, mm. but you can really lose sight of the emotional side of success mm. if you focus just on the dollar sign. And yeah. then you lose your why. Yes, so your yeah, why is, you know, it's helping people. It's it's helping yourself as well. So Finding you know, a fulfillment. Having a good life yeah. for my dog <laughs> yeah. is huge for me. And, you know, being able to go home and awesome. um, enjoy enjoy the house that I work for and the, uh, the family and friends that I have here on the Cape. Beautiful. And to, to wrap up, Charlotte, this is the question that I love to ask at the end of an interview. What do you want people to remember you by? I want them to remember me by... This is a tough one. <laughs> um, by just being helpful and by saying, you know, Charlotte was able to, to give me some value that I was able to take forward in my life. Um, so there's a great quote that I have in my office that I wish I could remember. Um, you can paraphrase. It's something of strive not to... Um, be a person of success, but to be a person of value. So mm. if I can feel like I've, I've helped someone and I've provided a value add for them that they can take and move forward with, that for me is, is a huge win. Awesome. All right, folks, thanks so much for tuning in to the Jack the Realtor audio experience. Jack Conway and Charlotte Green. Signing off. Take care.